Hello, and welcome to the Corporate Pero Latinos podcast. This is your host, Sofia. I hope everyone is having, oh, okay, New York City is extra loud today, and I'm sorry if you hear any honking or barking or kids crying or screaming. Anyway, I hope everyone is having a great week. I'm so excited. I finally signed the lease for my new apartment, and this bitch is going back to Queens. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy living in Manhattan, but honestly, I just feel like the neighborhood I'm moving back to is like home. It's very weird. I no longer think of Texas as my home, even though that's where I grew up. You know, they say, don't forget where you come from. I don't know who they is, but it's a very strong sentiment. And I don't forget where I came from, but I also will never forget where I've had the most personal growth, and that is New York City. Like, I literally moved to New York City as a baby, and not like a real baby, right? More like a 19-year-old bebecita. <laughs> But you know what I mean. I've been here for many years now. I actually met someone not too long ago who recently moved here from L.A. for grad school, but said it would take something huge to make them not move back to L.A., something like falling in love, getting their dream job. And I was like, wow, that's actually how I feel about New York City. New York City pisses me off all the time because life can be so hard here, but it's become home. It would take some major opportunity or change for me to leave New York City. I do have to say, though, that I hate the actual process of moving apartments. Packing is such a bitch and movers are so expensive. And like my sister and I are actually going across the river and shit. My brother has to pack all his stuff and go through all the struggle of moving three blocks away from where he lives. <laughs> I started packing the other day and it's a little bittersweet when I think about it. Most of my work from home experience was in this Manhattan apartment and I'm pretty sure that by now TikTok watchers already know every tiny corner of my room. So I just keep thinking about like videos that I've recorded in my room either being funny or like getting really vulnerable just sitting here recording myself on my phone. I just have a really hard time with endings, and this is somewhat the end of another chapter, so I'll just shed a tear or two and then move on to my old stomping grounds. So if you've never lived in New York City, little things like a few square feet get you real excited. We are now going to have a living room and dining room. <laughs> like, I currently do not have a living I currently do not have a living room. It's just like our kitchen and a tiny space where I have my coat rack. I mean, my Peloton. <laughs> Maybe the day before I move, I'll post a picture or video on my Instagram so you can really tell how small it is. Better like, I still love this city, especially now that I have a huge community of Latino friends and acquaintances out here, which speaking of, We had a beach day this past weekend, and of course, New York, being New York, decided to act up and be windy as fuck that day with barely any sun, and naturally, I was like, okay, today is ruined. Everyone is going to hate me and never come back to an event, 
but it actually ended up being such a fun day. One of the videos I recently posted about the group went viral and now I'm having trouble keeping up with all the new people joining and it's like the guys group, the girls group, but I guess that's a good problem to have. I was talking to my dad the other day about the group and the podcast and everything and he was like, oh yeah, your group, what's the name of it again? Latinos Confundidos? I don't know why I thought it was so funny, but like, I guess he's not that off. No, but it's been great. Someone commented on that one video saying, why don't you just join Alpha? It's basically the same thing. Um, Porque no quiero y ya. This is my baby. Goodbye. But to my dad's point, I am confused, my friends. I am confused about why I've had such bad luck with my bosses over the past few years. A big problem that I have with the recruiting process is that you can never really know what kind of experience you will have at a new job until you actually start working at said new job. I used to not ask many questions during interviews because I just like wanted the job, you know. But I feel like during the interview process for my current job, I made all my expectations crystal clear. I noted the fact that I thought my previous manager was excellent at her job, but she was so overworked that she simply couldn't be a manager for me. I made sure to speak about the things that mattered to me and mentioned how I wanted to work in a place that was aligned with my values. Of course, everyone spoke wonders of the mission and the people. And while I was a little desperate, right, because financially I was running out of time with the whole surviving while being unemployed deal, I still actually thought that it was a solid choice. I don't dislike the work I'm doing, and I actually like the coworkers I work with every day, but... I'm also not going to be a fake bitch on the internet and say I love everything about my job. I always sound like a broken record, I think, but I feel like having a supportive manager and the environment in which you work can so make or break your experience anywhere. So I'm feeling confused about how I really feel about my current job. Wow. I know I literally spent like five seconds somewhere and I'm like, all right, next. But I think my biggest issue is just that I'm not doing what I love and I'm not able to affect change in any way. I really don't like that feeling of having to be okay with how certain things are done just because that's how things have always been around here, just for the paycheck. Pero pues, así es la vida. I'm sure I'll have my epiphany moment when I realize how to get out of this rut. Well, this professional rut, because I feel like everything else in my life has been great. I don't care too much about dating in the summer because there is just so much to do with friends that, like, I don't care for small talk with strangers. So I have been neglecting that for a while. I honestly open hinge here and there just because these boys, I swear, they give me such good content for my Instagram stories. I just have to. But yeah, I was going to go on one date last week, but then the guy ghosted me and I was like, damn, it hurt my ego for like a couple of days. And then I was like, okay, anyway, 
to be honest, it hurts me more when I get ghosted by recruiters or by influencer marketing people after I try to negotiate my rates with them. I'm just at that point right now where I, I'm still trying to get over this one brand that ghosted me. But don't worry, come cuffing season, we're back in full force. <laughs> anyway, since I know we all love a little chisme, I did see an ex recently just because I was in the area. Okay, this guy moved to Brooklyn right around the time we ended things. And I swear, hating on Brooklyn is like my whole personality sometimes. I'm just kidding. Brooklyn is actually really cool, but I just always feel like a sore thumb in Brooklyn. And while I've never lived close enough to the borough to not consider that long distance dating. So, you know, I saw an opportunity. And if you listen to the episode where I interviewed my dad, he was very clear when he said, and I quote, opportunities come up and you need to be able to recognize the good ones and take them. Don't be afraid. So I did. And it was actually great seeing him, but like, that was that. It was like, okay, hope all is well. Bye. <laughs> anyway, oh my God, I forgot to mention the guy that ghosted me didn't know who Bad Bunny was. That should have been like the biggest red flag, right? But I don't know. Like, I'm not saying they have to know the songs by heart and shit, but at this point, Bad Bunny is like a global star. What the fuck? If they don't recognize the name, like what? Again, I'm confused. Okay, so I didn't really have an organized outline or anything for this episode, but I just felt like talking about this stuff. And I was also very distracted last week and didn't get around to scheduling a guest for a guest for this week. Oops. But there will be one next week. I really would love to get some feedback from those of you who listen to the podcast on a consistent basis because I know there's at least a few of you out there. It's weird because sometimes as a podcaster, you feel like you're just ranting or like not making sense. So you start feeling some type of way about publishing certain episodes, but I won't stop. <laughs> I just want to know if there are any other topics or questions that people would like to hear on the podcast. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or just DM me on Instagram. And OMG, as I was recording this last part, someone responded to this question that I had on my Monkey See, Monkey Do episode from season one. It just said, have you ever felt like you were too different from everyone else in your workplace? And she said, yes, with a sad face. Ugh. It's the sad face that gets me. Can you imagine working at a company where you get to work with like a bunch of other Latinos? I wonder if a place like this exists in New York City because that would be great. That would be an amazing workplace for me. But it would have to be in New York City because it would be weird of me to move to another state right after saying how much I love New York City. Anyway, where was I? I have all my socials linked to the description of this episode. So please feel free to connect with me and tell me how 
awesome I am. Okay, I'm like in a joking mood, I guess, but it was a good idea recording this episode today, even if you didn't find it funny, because I was in a bad mood from 9 a.m. on the dot to 5 p.m. on the dot today. So at least now I feel better. I hope everyone has a good weekend. Remember to always be safe. I look forward to circling back. Kindest regards.